<laughs> yeah, if you want to say how much you appreciate being on Way Too Mikey <laughs> with that. <laughs> Welcome or welcome back to another episode of Way Too Wifey. I'm your host, Respectfully Gabby, and in this podcast, we talk all about dating and relationships in this modern day. Today, we have a guest, Chris. Welcome. Thank you for having me, Gabby, the greatest host with the greatest podcast. That's right. Sometimes men, when they have disposable <laughs> income, they buy auto-tune machines. Uh, okay, but why do you have that? I have to ask. For the stupidest reasons. Uh, okay. I co-host a show here in Seattle, and uh, we used to have a DJ uh, with our show. One day, he just showed up with this auto-tune machine. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I I asked him, I was like, how much does this thing cost? He's like, two or $300. And I was like, this is my financial <laughs> I was like, I'm buying this ASAP. Take my I, money. Literally that day, I Googled it, and I was just like, I need this in my life. I'm, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care that I need to buy bread or dog food. How I'm, often do you use it? Oh, so little. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, this is my time to shine. Get it started. Get it rolling. Why do you think guys hate Zodiac girlies? Well, okay. So I'm a little biased with this question because coming from Florida and then moving to Seattle, uh, for your guests to know, I live in Seattle, Washington. Um, and at least in my social circles, when I was in Florida, no one gave a fuck about Zodiacs. <laughs> and then I moved here and a lot of my closest friends who are still my closest friends to this day, fuck heavy with Zodiac signs and astrology and all that. So okay. because of that, it got a really like normalized and I am more used to it than I feel like the average dude. Cause also Seattle is just a huge, a lot of people fuck with astrology yeah. here. So that you're into it. I mean, it's fun. Like it's fun to just okay. know enough to be sign? like, I'm a cancer. <laughs> I so. love cancer men. <laughs> See, that's unpopular okay. opinion. You fuck y'all who are super into <laughs> astrology because every single time I tell people, oh, I'm in, um, I'm a cancer. They're just like, oh my God, I love cancer, man. Y'all are just so sensitive. It's like, I like, I don't mind being sensitive. <laughs> that's still, the tone is a little rude. Don't you don't have to talk down to me. But it is just like that attitude of just like, oh my God, you would do that because you're a Leo. And it's like, fuck <laughs> off. I'm doing that because I have childhood trauma and I happen to be born in this month uh, and everything happens to correlate. But I think that's why guys like to hate on astrology, but also I think guys have no uh, high horse to be on because we're also into really, I don't want to say stupid shit because I don't want to say astrology is stupid. By stupid <laughs> shit, I mean things that we take too seriously sometimes. Yes. That like, if you're not in that realm, you would think is silly. That's fair. And like astrology is fun. I think it's fun. Uh, well, it was fun until the CoStar app decided <laughs> to personally attack me on a daily Every basis. Day. You know what mine said the other day? What did it say? It was like, this one really like hit, hit my soul. It said, you can't be everyone's first choice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, how fucking dare you? Yo, CoStar, wait, CoStar one time was like, uh, have you ever thought about opening up more? And I was just like, have you ever thought about minding your damn business? Because... <laughs> 8 a.m. sir <laughs> it is I've I haven't even had coffee yet I shit you not I have at least twice gone out with a woman who before going out they needed to see my chart before no. going out with no me. you're joking 
I am, I, I shit you not. We only went out once. <laughs> no it kidding. Was, uh, I wonder how they're doing. Speaking of your traumas. <laughs> Shout out to Gabby, the transition queen. Just, oh, are you ready God, to get Venus is a Leo. So trauma. <laughs> Like Oprah coming back from commercial break with just <laughs> the lone light on her face being like pedophiles. <laughs> Wait, like, tell me why I knew this would happen. I feel like the whole video is just going to be me, me laughing. Listen, I wouldn't be a good comedian if that wasn't the right. case. Right. Uh, Speaking of you being a comedian, I feel like a lot of comedians get this rap that they have a lot of trauma. Oh, that yeah. That made them this funny person. So what did it for you? Uh, oh, man. Great question. Lo- love it. Uh, so <laughs> I mean, therapy. It is, it is funny because people always ask me after shows, like, how do you get so funny? I'm just like, trauma, bro. Tap shit <laughs> happened it. to you. I mean, it's you really great. went from ugly to funny. Did that have anything to do with it? Yes. Definitely a textbook had a giant glow up as an adult. It started late in college and then okay. was really, basically, I, like, lost weight. I got into better shape. I mean, don't get me wrong. I am not Mr. Buff. I don't got a six pack. Uh <laughs> I am someone who, when I take my shirt off, you're not like, wow, but you're like, better than I thought. Okay. All right. <laughs> We're working on something. All right. That's what's, you go to the gym. Like, I can see that you go to the gym. You but try. like The effort you, is there. I mean, first and foremost, that's something I've accepted about myself of like, I'm never going to be the Mr. Six-Pack and that's person. And, and, that, and that's dad bods now. So you're golden. Well, okay. Okay. Yes. But at the same time, my hot take is the less in shape you are, the less wiggle room you have to make mistakes. Because what I've noticed with my friends uh, who are straight women is that they will allow you toward the textbook masculine buff, like six pack. They allow those kind of guys to do a little bit more than the dad bots. Okay. But that is not me saying that is a woman thing because I firm believer no matter your gender, your sexual orientation, that we all will excuse toxic shit and bad behavior if we find the person hot. Because I know men be allowing some rural fuck shit just because they're super attracted to the person. So I had a glow up. I like lost weight. I uh, used to have really fucked up teeth. I got Invisalign. Uh, and then like now everyone. Yeah, because, you know, I didn't want to be an adult with braces. I was just I didn't want to do that time as an adult. Uh also i just didn't think anyone was gonna let me eat them out with braces on so i just thought like with the invisalign i could just stupid thought i had in 2018 that was one top three thought for sure was yo but with invisalign i could just take out the trays and then (laughs) she'll never know (laughs) she'll she'll never sure she might see the rubber bands she might see the rubber bands but that's not gonna phase her with two in the moment i actually had a homie of mine get invisalign too and he was just like chris can i ask you a question i was like yeah what's up and he was just like do you take your trays out before you go down on her i'm like oh bro i got a strategy (laughs) (laughs) i was actually just about to ask you that question i'm like at what point do you take them out so if we start the makeout, I will excuse myself to go to the restroom. And before we get too into it, truthfully, I have a bad bladder. So because of that, it's already established by that point of the night, your boy has to pee a lot. Uh, and I would go to the bathroom and I would take my trays out, put them like, uh, take some toilet paper, put them in some toilet paper, put it in a pocket and they come out and then it's, <laughs> it's, <Stop>. it's dinner time. <laughs> So after the glow up, 
I Invisalign, got contacts. But like growing up as an ugly, it's very true. If you're an ugly kid, you're either going to end up be super smart or super funny because as harsh as it is to say, that's really the only reason people are going to want to talk to you. And not even just romantically, just like in general, socially. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's just a fact of like, like I even saw a TikTok once where, uh, where this girl was like, did you have friends in high school or are you funny now? And that's like the most, <laughs> I saw it. I'm like, okay, fuck you. Right. That's why TikTok got to attack me on the first. It's always co-star and TikTok will attack you on the first. You just, you just opened your phone. I just Boom. woke up. <laughs> yeah, I just woke up. I I'm didn't just, need this kind of attack in the morning. If you're someone who you grew up pretty your whole life, people only see you as that. Facts. as pretty so like some people sure they just ride on their looks we all know people like that yeah but there are people who like yeah just because you're pretty your whole life doesn't mean you don't have a personality but people will assume you don't have a personality you aren't funny you aren't quirky or this this and that or when you do show that people are like oh my god like you have like why are you personality <laughs> it's just like on the opposite end of just like you're when you're always pretty you're always expected to be pretty that's all really people see you for no Mm. matter how smart you are how good at whatever your job is no matter how athletic you could be anything like that you're only seen as like a pretty person to conquest whereas when you grow up ugly like we all treat ugly people differently that's facts that's a fact (laughs) I actually I saw a tiktok that someone like who went through a glow up was saying something that I've always felt but I never like you know those things where you've experienced but you've never verbalized it to yourself which was like when you go through a glow up everyone thinks going through a glow up is great because now like oh you have a great personality and then now you're hot like dope when in actuality it's like oh I now know how much worse I'm going to be treated and how undesired I will be if I let myself go and it just kind of becomes this subconscious pressure to continually (laughs) maintain this level of pretty where like, I feel like if you notice people who have gone through glow ups have a little bit of a panic if they feel like they don't look good that day or they put more pressure on how oh my they God, this look. This is so real. Yeah, because, like you know, my soul, right? <laughs> right. Because, you know, did you. So question for you. Did you yeah. go through a glow up? OK, so you. Sure, yeah. So, you know, where it's like you have that, like if you don't f- feel like you look good and you're out and initially you went out not really feeling like, oh, I, I don't want, I don't really care about looking presentable. And then you see someone cute and you're just like, well, fuck, there's no way I have value in this yeah. room right now because I don't look as, desi- or like if you get, like for me, I'll speak for myself. If I get like a bad pimple, then the amount of self-confidence and self-worth oh, I have goes fucking down. And where people are like, it's just a pimple. Everyone gets pimple. And I'm like, no, this is the only reason you're going to talk to me. It affects you so much. Inside for the next three to five days. <laughs> I can't buy experimental creams. (laughs) Once you go through the glue up, you subconsciously know how much different of a life experience you're going to have if you don't maintain the way you look. Like I glowed up and people thought I had fuckboy game when in actuality, I'm the dude who doesn't make a move. And then four weeks later, I'm just like, oh, fuck, she wanted me to kiss her. Like, it's just like, I. So you're going right now to therapy. Mm -hmm. 
yeah for that reason specifically or for i mean you don't have to get into it when i do comedy that's already me being on stage telling strangers way too much about myself so yeah uh and i also think with mental health it's dope that we've now reached a point where you can outwardly admit you go to therapy it used to not be that way uh and therapy is the cool thing now where like it's the trends it's the hot buzzword which is dope do you feel like in certain circumstances not every situation Mm -hmm. is like this but it's almost like pick me when you're like, oh, well, I go to therapy. <laughs> yes, yes. And that's honestly, I love therapy so much. And I love talking about therapy and mental health so much that for me, it's just something I like talking about. It's like with people with sports and music and all that. I love talking about it. Yeah. But sometimes I get worried. It comes off as like, <laughs> look at me. I'm a guy. I'm so much therapy. better than everyone. Else. I'm just so much better than you. I mean, I am, but it's great that it's like the trend now, but then because it's popular, people don't understand with therapy. Therapy ain't something that you just go a couple times and then your abandonment issues are cured. Like I hate when people say, don't date till you're a finished product. You're never going to be a finished product. Also, it helps people realize, oh, I'm not broken. I'm not a weirdo. Like someone's going through the same shit as me. And that makes this world feel less lonely of a place. I started going through therapy because I was a very broken person and I was trying to find happiness. I was trying to get my happiness from others and not from within. Uh, Through therapy now, like I've been going to see my traditional therapist. I started seeing on top of him uh, a sex therapist as well because I started watching that show on Netflix, uh, Sex Education, which if anyone listening in hasn't seen that show, fantastic show. It's basically about a, a, a kid in high school who his mom is a sex therapist and he just ends up being a sex therapist for his peers. I never considered sex therapy as a thing because I thought, oh, that's for people who have gone through traumatic sexual shit. And like, I am fortunate enough to say I have not experienced that. So I was like, I why is that for me? And then watching the show made me realize like, oh no, it's just regular therapy. It's just sex and relationships and dating focused. Yeah. And it's something that like, I like even as someone who understands therapy is not just for people who have been through fucked up things, like therapy is for it. For majority of the people, I, say, I don't say all because I do believe therapy really isn't for everyone. In fact, I don't because, think it's for me, yeah. to be honest. I really can't do it. As long as you do something to do that, self-reflecting and unpacking and all of that kind of shit as long as you do that that's all that matters I feel like every time I go to a therapist I feel like I already know so much more than they know mm-hmm. like I just feel like I can give myself better advice this might I mean, be my toxic trait <laughs> I just feel like I'm like I can take it from cheating. here we <laughs> haven't even started the zoom what do you <laughs> that's the trend now where I see a lot of like my friends who are women or on the social on social media being like I want a man who goes to therapy and I'm like hold on people can go to therapy but not be doing the work because there's people who are like, ah, I just like, yeah, I went to therapy and, but like, I just don't like being open. So it just like, I went a couple of times and it's like, but that person gets to say they go to therapy or another thing people can lie. I was just going to say that. I just found out that people are lying in therapy. I went, yes. my last therapist was like, talking to me and she's like yeah it's I love how honest you are with me I'm like what do you mean I'm paying you good money why would I lie to you (laughs) which low-key paying money to lie to a therapist is low-key a flex like you're like oh you got the funds to just lie to your therapist like okay cool I can talk about mental health with you but then don't celebrate just yet like see if they're actually learning the shit from therapy and all that I did want to ask you what 
your biggest piece of advice that you can give for people dating? So I would say something I've been learning about with myself is a couple things. I'll try to make this quick. One, have intention. What often causes the most pain is you wanting to be casual and someone wanting to be serious. It's more of playing this in the middle where you're like, oh, you know, I just got out of something. I want to have fun. Like, I want to have fun, which is fine. Have fun. Go, go wild. Um, but I feel like we have all met someone who we see this person offers more than just fun. And I know the life I could have with this person mm-hmm. would be fantastic and great. But we can't let go of the I want to have fun. I don't want to commit to anybody because I'm still hurt from that one person. So my way of getting revenge is no one gets to have me anymore, which is fine. But if, when you play this in the middle, that's when you start to hurt people. Subconsciously will do the things that person needs to feel like it's safe to give you their feelings and emotions and their vulnerability, but at a way where you don't have to really give them that commitment and security. That's where the pain, because you're just leading someone on into thinking you're working towards a relationship when you're not. We've all played if you want to be casual stay casual set boundaries don't do boyfriend and girlfriend shit if you want don't want to be boyfriend and girlfriend not actually shitty to be like hey i just want sex if that's not shit because you're being honest being oh, I honest of, talk out of that because then you know <laughs> oh yeah i don't cool i'm not going to send you good morning texts then i'm right. just going to send you like hey uh dick appointments i accept primera show up at 7 p.m. And that's 7 fine. 7 a.m. 7 a.m. <laughs> right, 7 p.m., 7 a.m. Whoa, if you are waking up for dick at 7 a.m. Props, all right? I, no, no, I ain't gonna shame. I'm just, I'm not an early bird. So the fact that you got that energy. I just I'm, tweeted this. I said, you get you up text at 1 a.m. I get you up text at 7 a.m. We're not the same. <laughs> it's not judgment. It's impressed. Like the, I... I, I find it hard to work out at 7 a.m., let alone a dick <laughs> appointment. That's what's up. That's You live your best life, Gabby. But yeah, date with intention. If you want something serious, don't settle for less. And if you want something casual, set boundaries. If someone is giving you less effort and you're not saying anything, what that's telling them is I can I can get away with this. Because if we only focus on what other people did and always play the victim in our heads, then we don't actually grow because we don't realize where we fell short and what we needed to do to improve. That's my advice. Be yourself. Mm-hmm. Be real. Yep. Uh, don't be afraid to drive people away. If someone wants to walk out of your life, let them. That's the biggest blessing they could give you. And then lastly, just be self-aware. Own up to the shit that you've done. Because honestly, following up with someone and being like, hey, I want to let you know I treated you like shit. And I realize that now. And I'm sorry. And like now you're the person who had to do all of this work to grow and repair yourself. Whereas I basically used you to repair myself and then like walked away scot-free. I want to let you know my bad. Doing that because I've had people do that to me and I've done that to other people. The amount of healing that does. Unreal. Unreal. Last question here. Did you choose to match me on purpose? What do you mean? I feel like we're kind of matching right now. Oh, it's- <laughs> I was okay. Okay, uh, I'm on the same page now. Uh, actually, yes, yes, very much. That that's that's what I emailed your neighbors. I was like, hey, so first and foremost, not a serial killer, but if you can just find out what your neighbor's wearing, that will go great. Oh my god! All right. Well, where can the people find you? Y'all can find me on uh, TikTok and Instagram at Chris Mejia Comedy, C H uh, R I S M E J I A Comedy. I am on Twitter at Topher Mejia, T O P H E R M E J I A. I do not. 
not go by for Topher. Just some asshole took Chris Mejia before me. Also, if you live in the Seattle area, I co-run a show called Good Comedy uh, at the Hereafter, which is the Crocodiles Comedy Club. You should come to that third Sunday every month. You can also follow that show at Good Comedy Show on Instagram. And then lastly, uh, right before the year is over, I'm going to be hitting the road. I'm going to be going to Austin the first weekend of December. Uh, and then I'll be going to Denver the weekend of December 15th to do shows. Follow me on Instagram. I'll post about them there. If yeah. you really want to laugh, follow a shit. Thank you. I swear, I like, I find you hilarious, first of Thank all. You. But all of your videos, I'm just like, this is gold. This is gold. He needs oh some God, Netflix content it. right now. Stop it so much. Stop <laughs> it. Oh my God. Yeah. Gabby, you're so no, I love the content that you put up. Uh, Gabby is the thirst trap queen. Letting y'all know how to properly do thirst trap. I mean that respectfully. I mean that respectfully as an as a former thirst trap person. I, I've transitioned. I went from thirst traps to now full comedy stuff. So I say that as real recognized right. real. Well, I'm That's trying it. to transition out of the thirst trap. It's tough. It's tough. Cause people are like, Hey, yo, I'm trying to, I'm trying to look, I'm trying to look at you. And you're like, I am more than just looks. Thank you though. Uh, but I am more also. than just looks, but also, yes. Thank you. Thank angles, you so much. Angles. Don't stop complimenting me unless you're being weird about it. I love what you're doing with this podcast. I think, I think you found something that's really feels like you're really getting to like do something that you love. That's, mm-hmm. you know, that's what I feel like you know you're what's getting funny? to do with this. What? I just remembered like years ago having a FaceTime with you and oh, I was yeah. talking about how I wanted to have a podcast of trauma, basically like welcome to therapy. That's right. Yeah. And, oh, a moment right now. <laughs> oh my God. Look, you you, it's funny the shit that we speak into existence when now they found even realizing that was years ago to say keep doing this podcast appreciate it they make sure you hit the like subscribe leave a comment i will see you guys next tuesday that is it